Good morning. Well, good morning to those in the States. Um, in London, it's 1.15 p.m. Uh, what is it? Eastern, Stan- Eastern Standard Time. It's about 7 a.m. Central Standard, 6 a.m. Obviously, I know I got some some people out west, too, but obviously tend to spend most of my time in New York or in New York. I wish um, in Eastern Standard Time and Central Standard Time. Uh, but topic for today, as you see in the title, is just 168. Probably thinking, what is 168? 168. It's the number of hours each one of us have every single week. Um, the number of hours that we have in a week is the same for all of us. But do you guys ever sit back and think about like, how are people able to accomplish so much more? Like we all have the same amount of time. And there's obviously some other factors that may play into this. But when you look at your time and other people's time and just anyone's time, do you ever get curious around how are they accomplishing so much or how are they doing so much more? Whether it's more than you, more than your friends, more than your family, more than someone else, regardless. The answer, I mean, in short, to be <laughs> really simple, podcast only going to be a minute and 30 seconds today. I'm just joking. Um, the answer in short, it's priorities. Those people have made it a priority to accomplish their goals or whatever it is they've set in front of them. And I think not only do they want to accomplish more, but they're willing to make plans, take chances have sacrifices or take sacrifices um, and they stay focused on their priorities and they I can't say they always but those people that are focused on their priorities nine times out of ten are going to achieve more and accomplish more in their 24 hours in their 168 out in their 24 hours a day or 168 hours in a week than those that don't it's I don't want to say it's actually I'm going to say it's common I think it's common for most people to wake up on a regular basis and they know, hey, I got to go to work Monday through Friday. I got to be there by eight and I get off around 430 or five. I got to make dinner when I get off work. But or maybe if you have kids, you know, you have ball practice after school or, you know, whatever it may be. But we're not intentional. The majority of people are not intentional about maximizing their 168 hours. It's just not something they do. It's not something they were taught to do. And it's not something that they're willing to get uncomfortable uh, to experience or or to process. So I guess my my message today is going to be how do you utilize those 168 hours that you have in a week to get yourself to a better space? And I want to be very clear when I start this, I'm not talking about finances. If When I get into these step-by-step or these bullets or whatever we want to call it, if you want to add finance or money to your equation, do it. But I'm not just talking about that. I'm talking about anything when it comes to accomplishing more or achieving more. That may be weight loss. That may be weight gain. That may be um, a really nice yard. That may be collection of some kind of coins or whatever it may be. So it's not all financial. This is basically whatever you want to accomplish. What are your priorities? What do you want? What do you want out of life? What do you want out of your week? And obviously this begins to compound. So you're looking at weeks to months to quarters to years. Um, But I know this may make people uncomfortable, but most people don't even know where to start. And I'm 
speaking from those that I've had conversations with and then also myself when I first got into this kind of routine. And when you're not sure to start, I want to just give a couple steps to say, hey, this is what I would do if you want to get your life moving in a different direction or you want to maximize your 168 hours in a week. And I would say first, look at your last 168 hours or start Monday and track what you do throughout from Monday, the time you wake up till Sunday, the night, the time you go to bed, track what you do and see where your time's being spent. Is it exercise? Are you watching TV? Are you sleeping? Are you working? Are you eating? Are you dancing? Are you reading? Are you drinking? Are you smoking? Are you on social media? Are you praying? Are you you spending multiple hours in church? You get the point. You see where I'm going here. And if most of your time is idle and it's just kind of going with the flow, you probably have a lot of opportunity to improve and to get better results for yourself if you want them. Second, people tend to be more successful, and you won't hear me say this much, but people tend to be more successful and consistent if they start with, uh, if they start small, I should say. And when I say start small, I would compare this to uh, Dave Ramsey's snowball effect, where he talks about, you know, paying off your smallest credit card first, and then, or using money basically paying more on your smaller credit cards, paying the minimum payments on your larger ones. And then once you pay off that smallest credit card, you put what you were paying towards that, towards your next largest credit card or debt or whatever it may be, along with what you were already paying. And it starts to create a snowball effect so you can pay things off quicker. So those small goals or small um, steps turn into larger ones. And it's the same with with goals and, and setting your priorities and getting a direction in your life. So when you think about like what it is you want to do, think about what it is you want. And if, and I'm going to be hypothetical with these because I want to give some, some examples. Um, but maybe you start with four and you want a healthy lifestyle and now healthy lifestyle, that means so much that may be, that may mean your exercise. That may mean what you're eating. That may mean when you're sleeping, that that's all that, you know, and then two, I'm gonna give you four different bullets here, but healthy lifestyles, uh, maybe you want more income. You probably need less debt, but more income may help you get that if you can get your spending habits correct. Um, (laughs) Maybe you want better relationships. And when I say better relationships, maybe that's with other people. And maybe that's just with your relationship with God or your faith. And then four, you wanna learn more about your craft or you wanna get better in your craft. So the simple thing to do, we talked about one, looking back at your week or starting on Monday or hell, start start today, Saturday, and start tracking where your time's being spent. So next Sunday, you can sit down and say, okay, this is where my time, or next Saturday evening, you can sit down and say, this is where my time was spent. This is where I can make cuts. This is where I can make adjustments, blah, blah, blah. But the the third step I would say to this is map it out. As I just said, you looked at your where your time is being spent and you started making some very intentional and conscious decisions around where you want your time to be spent because you're starting to be more clear around what you want to accomplish. You're tired of the everyday being average. Stop being average. Um, but map it out. And when I say map it out, get it either like those hour by hour daily calendars and some of them go into half hours, but 
hour by hour daily calendar, use an Excel spreadsheet on your computer if you prefer to do that, or I we've talked about this plenty of times when we're talking about reading and people that know me and been to my house, they know I had notebooks everywhere. Take a notebook and just start mapping out where your time's going to be spent. And I'm going to be more detailed and more specific here in a second, but I want I want everyone to remember this. The difference in who you are and who you want to be is basically what you do. So when I say that, I'm getting at if you want to achieve more, you have to start looking and focusing on your priorities because those that you see that may be accomplishing more, having more fun, doing whatever it may be, they're more intentional about their priorities. They're not feeding their distractions. So if you're not willing to create some discipline in your life to start doing some things very intentionally, you don't really, you don't really want more or you want more, but you're not willing to do what it takes to get there. So again, this is, this will be one of the, the few times I say this as well is be realistic. I think being, I think I heard Will Smith say this, being realistic is the easiest way to be average. I believe that in most situations with this one, you will start sometimes being average is an improvement for some. So as I said, be realistic when you're doing this. And when I say be realistic, if you have a work schedule and it's eight to five and it takes you 30 minutes to drive there and 30 minutes to drive home on that calendar or on a piece of paper, map out set from doing in half hour increments from 7:30 until 5:30. And you can scribble that whole time frame out and say, okay, that's 10 hours a day, five days a week that are cashed. I, those are non-negotiable, can't move them. Now, if you're someone that you work, the norm is eight to five, but you know you are probably working closer to 10 hours a day, so you still need that extra hour commute, put that in there, like map it out. And then, as I said, you're gonna try to stick to this schedule for a week, two weeks, a month, whatever. You can make adjustments as you go. But hypothetically, back to work, block out those 10 hours. It covers your eight hours of work, it covers your two hour commute five days a week. So now you're looking at that's 50 hours. You know what? It may be helpful if you get a pen and paper or jot down some notes so that you can go back through, or you can listen to the podcast again. I'm, (laughs) I'm perfectly okay with that. Um, next look at what you said was important. And the the things that I mapped down or what I said I wanted, it was healthy lifestyle, more income slash last debt, less debt, uh, better relationships and learn more about my craft or get better at what I do. So four things. I'm not including work in there, even though work actually, for me, it falls in three of these four buckets for me. Um, Learn more about my craft or get better at it. uh, Build better relationships. Obviously, the better you do, typically the more income you can you can earn Um, and even healthier lifestyle. Um, I think having healthy relationships at work and having a healthy mental or healthy mindset towards work is is important to you being successful in your workplace. Um, But I'm sorry, back to the work, block out the 10 hours. So you got eight hours of actual work. Yeah, eight hours, nine hours of work, and then half hour commute each way. You're looking at 10 hours. 
for your actual goals or the things that you want to accomplish. That's a healthy lifestyle. For me, maybe I say I want to lift weights for an hour. I want to do cardio for an hour. And again, travel time, it takes me 30 minute to 30 minute commute both ways. Boom, that's 18 hours a week, six hours on weights, three hours on cardio, three hours on commute. So you're looking at 18 hours. Now I'm at, was at 68 hours total. The next was relationships. Set up, like literally set up the time that you're going to spend, whether it's calling, texting, whatever it may be, set that up. And maybe you're going to do it, who knows, two hours a day. So you're looking at 14 hours. Um, The other relationship piece I put in here was prayer and time in church. So that's another three hours. So you got the 17 hours plus the 68 hours. We're looking at 85 hours now. You want to get better at your craft. Maybe you're going to read one hour a day, Monday through Friday. So you're looking at five hours and then two hours on Saturday, two hours on Sunday. So now you're looking at nine hours. You're at 94 hours of your week that are already accounted for. And these are priorities. It's almost like the, it's almost like the, uh, hopefully you guys have all seen it, the bucket where you put the big rocks in first so you can fit more in your bucket. So you can do more in a day. So you put your big rocks in first, then you put your, your smaller rocks in, then you put the sand in, then you put the water in. You could fit more in that bucket. But back to the timing, the other thing that most people will forget about when they're creating this schedule and starting to get motivated around what they're gonna do, what they're gonna accomplish, how they're gonna make these changes, factor in sleep. And when I say factor in sleep, you if you're a person that needs eight hours of sleep, Factor in eight hours of sleep and be mindful that eight hours of sleep, eight times seven, you're looking at what? 56 hours of sleep, 56 hours of sleep a day or a day. (laughs) That would be crazy. I know some people that would take full advantage of that if they could. Um, But eight times seven, you're looking at 56 hours of sleep. So you've got to add that 56 hours back to your, your 94 hours that you already have spent. So now you're looking at 150 of your, what is it, 168 hours that are spent. And this is where it gets challenging, but you mapped it out. So you've got 150 hours there. But that basically means you have 18 hours left for the entire week to get ready for work, uh, to get ready for the gym, to eat, to walk your dog, to do the things that, you know, you you don't necessarily always want to plan or you don't think are necessary to plan. And this is why getting into the details of these things, it helps you accomplish more because you know exactly when you're going to do things and things will come up. You are going to have distractions. You are going to have quote unquote emergencies. And that's why I recommend schedule some free time in there. Well, Alonzo doesn't sound like I have enough time. Maybe you sleep too much. Pause, right? I need my eight hours. Okay. Well, if you need that full eight hours or you need that full 10 hours, you've got to make some sacrifices and understand that if that's where the majority of your time is going, there's not a whole lot you can't accomplish. You can accomplish. There's not a whole lot you can't accomplish while you're sleeping. Yes, you'll wake up rested. But if you don't have enough hours to do what you need to do, regardless of how rested you are, how fresh you are, you're not going to accomplish as much. And I've heard the debate of, well, Alonzo, if you don't get enough sleep, then you're not going to, if you don't get enough sleep, you're not going to be able to function right. 
you're right, but there's a healthy balance there. And I know people say you need eight hours. I don't need eight hours. I typically schedule five to six hours in my five to six hours a day that I have to to sleep. In doing that, it, it frees up so much more time. Because if you're doing five to six, I'm looking at 35 hours versus your 57 hours or 56 hours. Or if you're sleeping more than that, say you're sleeping about 10 hours a day because you're sleeping more on the weekends, maybe you're sleeping 70 hours of your week, you're almost sleeping your whole week away. And that can't be a good solution for <laughs> changing your, your path or your trajectory. But the other piece to this is many people will look at this and say, I can't do that. I don't want to be that structured. And the thing is, you're going to have excuses, you're going to have reasons, whatever it may be, but it's, it's your choice. And if you're making a decision to get to a new level or start to accomplish more, these are the things that you're going to have to do on a regular basis. And you decide how long you do it. Maybe you do it for a month and you say, you know what? I loved what I was doing. I'm going to be more detailed, more intentional about it. Or you do it for a month and you say, you know what? I don't want to accomplish more. I don't want to achieve more. I'm good with where I'm at. And that's okay because everyone defines their own success. And that's where we've got to get to. We've got to stop worrying about who's looking at what I'm doing, how they judge me, what's their perception of me in certain spaces. Like, I think that's who it is. And you've got to be able to be comfortable in your own skin with who you are. Otherwise, mapping out your day and doing all this stuff is not really going to help you that much. But I'm going to close this up. It will be a little bit shorter. Um, But you got to think about this. Those that are accomplishing more are more focused on their priorities. They're not allowing their distractions to, to take over. And if they do allow something that was a priority to be sidetracked by a distraction, they figure out how to make it back up. And that's where I say you should schedule some free time in your day. So one thing I, I will say, at the end of the day, you have to ask yourself, how bad do you want it? You know, what, what are you willing to give up to get what you want or to be where you want to be? And I think it was uh, E.T. that said this, and I'm about 99% sure. And if you don't know who E.T. is, you should stop listening to my podcast. Um, Eric Thomas, if you haven't heard of him, I'm joking. If you haven't heard of him, download his stuff, go to YouTube, get on Apple, um, follow him on Instagram. Eric Thomas, awesome speaker. Um, I would sing the same thing about Inky Johnson, but I'm getting off track. Inky Johnson's amazing. Follow his Instagram, his YouTube, his Facebook, all that. So social media stuff is is booming. It's super motivational and it's not just motivational. It's inspirational. It's inspiring. It gives you actionable steps as well of things you can do to change the trajectory of your life. Um, but what he said was, you've got to be willing to sacrifice who you are for who you want to be at any given time. And that's deep if you think about it. Being able to give up who you are right now to be the person that you want to be, making those changes, being what you think of, think you are, being what you think you want to be, not just continuing to think about it or dream about it, no pun intended. Um, but I encourage you guys, we all have the same 168 hours. Take advantage of them. As always, I appreciate you guys listening to my podcast. I'm sure some of you guys probably thought I'm about to give you the details and all the the ups and downs, the stories about 
London, Amsterdam, Paris, back to London. Um, I definitely have some stories. <laughs> One of the things I've noticed is I don't think I like to talk about the fun stuff that I do. Remember I told you guys I was going to talk, talk about the trip to Boston and New York with my boy Taylor that was crazy. Um, never did. <laughs> Came over here and I had said I'm going to make a podcast and I actually started making notes on it. I was going to make a podcast about Europe. I even have this notebook in front of me. It says Europe and I was writing in here. Yeah, I'm completely sidetracked and it's okay. I was writing in here about what I was going to say about each area and the things that really stood out to me. Yeah, I probably won't make a podcast about that. (laughs) If I do make a podcast, it'll be just around cultural differences and how they're perceived. But again, as always, definitely appreciate you guys time. Appreciate you listening to my podcast. Put some structure in your schedule. It'll help you get better. As always, think about it.